so the question of the week, are you ready? And this is our last question of 2021. We're not, aren't we doing an episode next week? About 2021? Oh, maybe. It's on the calendar. <laughs> well, the, this is our last- um, You put it on there. <laughs> series. This is our last series one. Yeah. For 2021. It doesn't matter. We don't have any more this this year. No, we don't have any more like shows that we're covering this year. Yeah. Whatever. You can edit all this out. Sophie, are you ready for this week's question of the week? Yes. So what is your, what do you think is your favorite Netflix show that is not from the U.S.? Because, you know, we kind of have dabbled in a few shows that aren't made for, for the Americans at this point. Yes. My, I, you know, if you've ever listened to an episode of this podcast, you know that we talk about elite all the time. So I, I'm, I am going to have to go with elite. Although I did recently just finish Crash Landing on You, which is this Korean drama about a like South, a rich South Korean, like heiress girl, businesswoman. Like she has her own company, um, but she's rich, like comes from a rich family. It's like very succession vibes. Um and she goes paragliding and <laughs> into a storm and ends up landing in North Korea into the arms of a hot army captain. So it's like every it's time fantastic. <laughs> every time that show is described or I read about it or anything, I just think like what a premise. Like right. That's so big. Oh, it's so big. And honestly, the entire show, I'm like what are the rules? Like I just keep asking myself, I'm like, how, how does, how does it work with North Korea? Like, cause some people kind of come and go from the country, but like still can't figure out what, when you can and when you can't come and go, like, it's very confusing. And of course they like put a message up at the beginning, like they do with SVU where it's like, all characters and organizations in this show are made up. <laughs> it's like they literally call it North and South Korea and Seoul. Like they use all the real words for all these things, but very funny I have to agree with you that elite just like is a show like no other I've seen like yeah it um it truly (laughs) checks every box and it's batshit insane like it's um wild truly just a wild show and we do talk about it like every four episodes either it's an episode dead every episode I think yeah (laughs) it's like a drinking game at this point well, in the episode we're going to talk about today is from South Africa, which was an interesting premise to me because it wasn't all in one language. It, they switched a lot. They switched a lot, like almost to the point where it was like, I wish it was all just in Af- like in the African dialect. It was realistic though. I agree. But like, I wasn't paying attention. Like I didn't realize it until I was like, oh shit, I just missed like a scene. Because they right. switched to one of the African dialects. Yeah, they sw- yeah they switched to um, uh, Zulu sometimes in mm-hmm. season two when they go down there for the funeral. Because mm-hmm. I think all of those people are speaking Zulu or with a Zulu dialect. Well, it, on my subtitles, it had it says like in Zulu. Zulu. Yeah, it will mm-hmm. switch to what whatever it is, um, but. Have you read Trevor Noah's um, mm-hmm. Born, Born a Crime or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, they switch a lot. Like they blend. Like it's a lot of blended language, I think, in that too, of like English and 
other language, like, you know, whatever African language that they were speaking. Um, a big mix. Mm-hmm. I More do than remember just, like the occasional English word, right? Because that's how elite is, right? It's like Spanish, 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 iPod. Yeah. <laughs> like, bye, bitch. Like, it's like, <laughs> right? Like a catchphrase, like an American catchphrase. They've like, like you're welcome. And that's it. And you're like, it was the right. one thing they said. I feel like it's got to gotta be the same thing if someone's watching one of our shows in English and all of a sudden someone's like, hasta la vista, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm like adios and you're like none of that was in Spanish right right yeah like what <laughs> we're in Minneapolis like. <laughs> <laughs> but all right well let's get into it yes Sophie and I'm Maddie and welcome to single best scene this week we're covering Netflix's original how to ruin Christmas so of course um the episode is like the series description only has the season one even though season two is vastly different but this will give you a good idea of what the show is about when family rebel and disappointment to me begrudgingly joins her fan her dysfunctional family for their first Christmas holiday in years. It's not the merry return of the prodigal daughter. Everybody was hoping for. She manages to ruin her younger sister's Christmas wedding before it even takes place and spends her next six days frantically trying to get things back on track. Okay. So if, what is your relationship to how to run Christmas? How did you come across it? I was just looking up shows that were coming out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, slash the others in December and yeah this show was getting a second season so I was like well okay it must have been good enough to earn a second season (laughs) yeah I feel like I I mean you definitely found this show and I know just from last year it was so fun to watch like a holiday specific show because it's not like I don't know if I would sit down at well actually this show is pretty good I think I would watch it any time of year but it was very like dash and lily-esque where i was like i do just want to watch something that's like set around the christmas even yeah. though them being in south south africa it didn't feel like geographically like christmas because it was hot sure. well and it was like the event wasn't christmas the event was the wedding right or the yeah. funeral right so it's like christmas was sort of just like a secondary fact christmas um, was just like the inconvenience of making everybody go somewhere for someone else on christmas yeah. Although it was a really interesting idea, I thought, like, season control-wise, to, like, have the second season be the next Christmas, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's sort of an interesting, like, um, like a check-in point, right, for this family or whatever. It's like, okay, presumably if there's a third season, it'll be how she is another year later, which is right. kind of nice, honestly. It's like, we didn't have to watch like every fucking micro fight that um, all these couples in this show had to have, you know, over the past like year or whatever. Like we didn't have to go through all that and said, just like crammed it all in. Um, well, and especially, especially given that one, it is like such a short, right? Like season one's yeah. three episodes, season two is four episodes. And it's not mm-hmm. like they're especially long episodes. It's like basically think, a movie. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the, the longest episode, I think is like 55 minutes. Like it's not like- yeah yeah um an insane thing but I'm so glad I didn't have to watch like 
Lydia and um, I always forget what his name is. Oh yeah, her husband. Uh huh. Lydia and uh, Tembe. Mm-hmm. Like figure out how their marriage is going to work and like her pregnancy and all that stuff. Like it was so nice to oh. just be like, and they're oh, still nice. together yep, and the baby's still around. here. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I was like, thank God. Like, oh man. Because realistically, none of the stuff that those couples went through in season one would be something you could get through. No. So I'm glad they didn't even fake it. <laughs> they didn't no. even pretend to show us. I mean, maybe the like finding out she was pregnant thing, the wedding could have continued. I think that that happens. And then it's like, right, like our, so if we don't get married, but like, she's still going to have this kid without you. Right. So it's like, are you want to be there or not? It's like, is the secret secret worth like blowing up the family that you wanted anyway with the person you wanted to marry anyway? Um, but yeah, other than that, yeah, it was all pretty like high stakes. Well, and like, I liked that they ended it. I know we're kind of skipping around and then we'll, we'll go back to the pilot, but I did like that they ended it on kind of a cliffhanger for everybody and then picking up a year later and then seeing the resolve instead of, yeah, because really, cause yeah, like realistically, none of these people are like, I was actually shocked to see that Toomey stayed with him after finding out his like secret, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't even know how wow. the writers would have written it. <laughs> the secret was way bigger than I thought it was going to be <laughs> huge huge like so big that I can't believe they didn't say it Mm -hmm. like oh I have a kid cliffhanger like that would have been the cliffhanger right like even if he would have said it so it's crazy that he was like oh I have something to tell you because it could have been I thought it was going to be small yeah like I need to move to India for work or Uh um I actually like fucked your sister in high school like you know like (laughs) There are like plenty of like cliffhanger surprises that are deeply lower than I have a 13 year old daughter. Like that's crazy. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, like she said, she even said it. She was like, I went from being single to being in a relationship and a stepmom in one night, which yeah. is so much like talk about whiplash. But I love the way this show films flashbacks. Yes. Granted they're only with Toomey and Kaya. But mm-hmm. like, I loved the flashback in season one and I loved the flashback in season two. So like, also I'm like, that's worth it to me yeah. to see like a two minute fight instead of like, right. whatever. Yeah, but like, please, we only want the highlights, like truly. Yeah. So what did you think of the pilot? Um, I thought it was good. Um, it did really feel like the first part of a movie, like for something about something about the pilot just felt particularly like, oh, this is, we're buckling up for a movie. Whereas like once I'd watched the whole that whole season and the second one I was like this feels more like a show now to me but um yeah you know the chaos is fun and they went really big with it that's my that's my exact same note which is just I don't even know if it's fair to like score this pilot normally because (laughs) it felt so much like a movie and also because and I think it's really important to watch shows that really aren't meant for us right like this is for a south Mm -hmm. african audience and they did not do anything to americanize it at all um it took me longer to figure out who everybody was oh yeah like it took me so long (laughs) i didn't figure out that the two people that are always with her mom are her siblings until they said it like at the end of the second season like it was really deep before I caught it and maybe they probably said it at the beginning, but I just like missed it trying to like put names to faces and like who's on whose team. Right. Cause that was mm-hmm. also part of it was like, 
inner family, outer family, his family, her family, like there was a lot going on. And, um, I assumed that it was her sister, but I wasn't sure if that was her brother also, or like, was it his brother and his wife? Was it like, you know, just like, what was the dynamic there? Um, they had such a like sibling dynamic, but like, you just never know. Right. Mm -hmm. I agree. And to me, talks about how like her grandmother raised her but then her grandmother really wasn't in it until was she was like even in it at all I think she was in the end of season one okay she was but like wedding. yeah but like not right a lot. It, it, it's a little confusing the way that they like layered that when they she was introducing like because she, yeah she said that thing about like my grandmother was the one who raised me but like the grandmother wasn't in the scene when she said that mm-hmm. well so, also like normally right like then it would like pan to grandma right like it but they didn't do that um and her mom came in in like the weirdest most chaotic way which of course like is accurate for their relationship at the time I guess um but yeah that made it more confusing too like the person who opened the door at her mom's house wasn't her mom <laughs> like, it was right, her one, and like even the way like beauty was wearing a bridesmaid's dress in the opening scene like right. she was at a fitting and they were talking like they were all equal bridesmaids and I kept waiting yeah. for the bride to come out not realizing that it was beauty, beauty yeah I, and I like yeah, it's just like cultural like just not- truly like they have three weddings and like <laughs> she had so many wedding outfits like so many wedding outfits did we even it, see the I think we only saw the first and the last oh no we did the not. wedding dress was beautiful so gorgeous oh my god with the big so, like, cultural front yes like not Stunning. anything I know anybody could wear like it's not no. like a wearable was, the skirt was comically big but like it was so beautiful so beautiful so like when it came out I was like because I thought she was gonna wear that weird wedding dress up look thing that she was wearing which was like a crop top they were all wearing like crop tops so they walked toward each other at the gates oh yes with like I thought that was just the traditional like wedding outfit uh, yeah 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 but um I, sorry we like kind of jumped around but the the pilot I thought was good. It took me also, the only thing that was jarring is that so much of it was in English mm-hmm. and then it would switch, but like the, and I don't want to like, I don't know enough about that. I don't want to like misspeak, but like one of the like African dialects that they spoke in, cause there was two, right. There was mm-hmm. the one that predominantly was in sec- the second season and then whatever yeah. was predominantly in the first season, but the first season it would be like a different language. And then the last like three words would be in English. Oh, like the ends was, of their sentences would be in English. And I right. was like, well, it was even like, honestly, I think more blended than that. Even like, mm-hmm. it would be like the middle of the, like it was, there was so much. And sometimes they would do it on purpose. Um, I think like intentionally. What I like I that they had, like, I, I think it was all like accurate. Again, I did too. Like how probably people there see people, but like, I felt like more often I noticed it, like when the two families were talking to each uh, like not to their own families but to the other family they would do English mm-hmm. and, like maybe that was like a like, cultural all, right like a neutral like let's make you know whatever well, I don't like know. you said like Trevor Noah's book I do feel like he talked about how he spoke different like African oh, things like with yeah. different family members at school so like languages yeah so that didn't like kind of give some insight into it. Um, and then I think it makes sense that like Toomey and Kaya, like most of the time spoke English because they live out in the city. Right. Yeah. So I think also right. like culturally and like the family yeah. being richer. Right. The, like um, presumably like those two sons went to boarding school somewhere, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And like they were living in London. So. Yeah. Yeah. So like it was like a very culturally blended show. 
Yeah. Uh, which was good, kind of nice after watching just like mind numbing, like Vampire Diaries universe for six months. Yeah, no, I really liked it. Speaking of, the show was surprisingly funny, like way funnier than I thought it was going to be. And I think like around like the middle of season two, um, it's like, you know, episode two, I was like, oh, Toomey is the South African version of Fleabag. Yes. And that to me was like, that's like the perfect way to describe it. Especially because like she would talk to us and Mm -hmm. had, there wasn't like any camera breaking or third wall breaking, but yeah. And she was like aware of her self-destruction on such a yeah. high level. Yeah. I don't know. And just a lot felt- of like, you know, something would happen in the scene and you just hear her do like, oh, fuck this. Like, yeah. like in her head, like she didn't say it. Uh-huh. Like here we fucking go or whatever, you know. But um, so do yeah, you have I- South African flea bag for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I wrote down a few quotes. Did you write down quotes or do you have more bits? What do you? I, I wrote down three quotes. No, I wrote down only two quotes and then okay. three bits. I do you want to go first with your quotes and then I'll go quotes and we can do bits? Yeah, sure. Let's do that. Um, so when the, when the um, mom shows up with the siblings, um, with all the pots yes. <laughs> and stuff and cookware and gear to like cook the, the luncheon or whatever it was that they were going to cook um and the 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 white woman who is in charge whatever that job is at a hotel like event organizer i'm assuming like a hospitality greeter or something like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't know yeah coordinator who was like you can't put these like they had some kind of like open flame thing or something like a grill or something that had been like left out somewhere cooking something and she was like you can't like leave this out here like we let you use the kitchen but you can't do this and they were like why and she was like it's not our aesthetic and then I think Chumi goes oh so your aesthetic doesn't include black people and she goes yes I mean no I mean (laughs) when she had just had that entire exchange with the other family um that's about like champagne mimosas oh my god that woman just kept getting like couldn't get it right <laughs> that's for sure my turning point see just them all showing up with like literally everything in their kitchen everything and also when um dina was talking to um i was i keep their names are so like not like not u.s names which is cool but i keep forgetting all of them um dino speaking with that mom's name the mom Valencia 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 is the the stepmom or the mother-in-law excuse me okay when they were talking and she was like you brought your own cooked food to a catered event like there's there's a buffet and she was like catered means quick like or like basically like oh catered means fast fast food food. (laughs) that killed me that was at their house too Uh uh-huh so great yeah you're right that was in season two um okay sorry back to you that that very first episode Uh um but yeah okay so then my next one is um i think it was sometime in season at the beginning of season two but the mom says the devil wants to kill me and he's using my own family to do it (laughs) (laughs) 
ended up really, really liking <laughs> Dino. I think it's her name by the end of season two. Yeah, me too. She really won me over. <laughs> her season two was her season for sure. Yes, for sure. Yeah, that was that was amazing. So those are those are the only two ones I wrote down. <laughs> what do you've got? Okay, so I have like a few just like interactions. One is when the bridesmaids in the first scene, like first scene, are all trying on clothes, and they're talking about like the intermittent fasting. And one of the bridesmaids says only poor people fast. And mm-hmm. she goes, I'm not poor today. Beauty goes, I'm not poor today. And the, the like smart bridesmaid was like, no, poor people don't fast. They're actually just hungry. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. <laughs> that made me laugh. Um, between Lydia and um, Temba when they were talking and he, she was trying to get pregnant and he was like, isn't that just an old wives tale? She just like directly was like, wives are usually right. Like yes. do it wives are usually yes. right. Like, I love Lydia. Um, when Toomey says to her, uh, says to beauty, you look nice. And beauty is pissed at her and goes, you mean amazing. Yeah. <laughs> when they're trying to, I just wrote down so many. When they're trying to decide if they're going to call off the wedding, Valencia says, we can't pay- waste people's times or their outfits. <laughs> <laughs> uh beauty crying on the ground saying technically i've been divorced two times more than i've been married in the last 48 hours yes oh my god Um, killed me in the first episode of season two when they're all sitting around the dinner table and the grandmother goes 1988 i remember a wedding in 1988 it was so hot the bride died right in the church and saved us all from having to sit in there (laughs) yes and everybody like moves on and she goes I would have died too if I was wearing that dress. <laughs> and they're like, what? Um, and they're going around and they're like, it's our first wedding anniversary. And they're like, it's our son's first Christmas. And the uh, dad goes, you know, this is my mother's first burial. I was like, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, right. Like, okay. And then the last one is a, a conversation between um Vusi and Valencia after they like are poor and Valencia finally knows they're poor mm-hmm. and Vusi goes I can't believe I just bamboozled my own son for money and she goes you know it's for the greater good and he goes no no it was so easy why didn't we do that before <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing I must say one of my favorite not that I love the trope of like the rich family realizes they're poor like we don't need everyone to have the Schitt's Creek effect however it is like if the show is even remotely remotely a comedy it's one of my favorite setups because it's so funny the way everyone always reacts well and what my favorite part which I don't feel like they've ever done I've never seen this part of that before which is he was like equally as upset as he was excited for the media attention that it was going to bring like the amount of times in season one it's one of my bits is him just being like it's going to be televised are we sure we don't want to do interviews like which one looks best on camera and then in season two it's it was like okay you don't have to like you don't have to go to prison I figured it yeah, out you're just like, gonna pay the back taxes like we'll figure it out he was like but I had like the chance the people were gonna say and like there was gonna be the rioting in the streets I'm chant my names in the streets <laughs> it's like I bought that new suit like it looks so good on me like I thought that was such a funny um thing that I've literally never seen like I've never seen no, someone I- so in love with the media, like unafraid, like unembarrassed. No. no, not even a little bit. He was like the only person he was afraid of was like his wife, really. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so what are your bits? 
So or uh, moments. I feel like I have more moments than bits. We but. did talk about already the bringing the entire kitchen, <laughs> professional kitchen. I loved that so much. Um, like iconic. Like I aspire to be that. Um, the self love tattoo that um, Timba had was. It, that was um, when I was like, is this also a little bit of the hangover? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was that energy, but amazing. Um, and then w- in the beginning of the second season, when Gogo dies, she like dies to I'm a gangster for life, which like, <laughs> that's, that's it. Like, that's all I want. Um, I've never seen a better death, truly. Like, what a way to go out. Like, correct. <laughs> That was such a good, especially then learning the rest of the season that she was actually in love with this guy who like, yes, was a, was gangster. a gangster, is a gangster. Like, um, my favorite things was Grace being high in season two. I was oh God, hysterically I totally dying. Should have written that down. That entire, the whole thing with the brownies, or everything with the scones, scones. everything with the scones. It was all amazing. <laughs> oh my God! That, wait, I just remember. You give the scones the. Every interaction also that the siblings had to try and get the key back that went so poorly with the sister um, was with Gogo's sister. Incredible. Including the conversation where she's like, um, alcohol is the devil's piss as she's talking like to the alcohol brother who's like, yeah. Well, he's like, I have one beer at Christmas and maybe a whiskey and well, then there's brandy and he lists <laughs> yeah. it off and she walks away and grace is like the reason you're never gonna find love is because you talk about alcohol like you're in love with it also she's like why are you listing things <laughs> <laughs> i also loved that scene when grace was like ask her out like get the key ask her out and he was like no no no, she's too old for me and he was she was like he's she's your age and he was like i know i won't date anybody who was born below before like july 16th like some arbitrary yeah. Oh, I loved I loved that little bit. Um I did not mean to cut you off though. Can no, you? that's that's a great one. <laughs> um I was crying. I was laughing so hard at Toomey singing the hymn at the crematorium. Yes. Amazing. Gosh, it. The not hug between Lydia and Valencia after <laughs> they made up. <laughs> after they made up, but like no, neither one of them went in. It was so funny. God, it was so it. funny. And then Valencia just grabbing her son and husband by the balls after they disagreed okay. with her and being like. Yep. Everything you said was right, but do not forget that I am in charge here. Right. <laughs> that was that was amazing. Um, I, I just loved thought, everyone. I know it was so great. I um, I agree. I there was also that scene. Speaking of Valencia and um, Lydia, uh, when they had that like confrontation and they asked the ladies to leave the room, and like none of them left. Yeah. <laughs> they stood outside the open door. Well, and then when she walked out, Lydia was like, bye. And Valencia was like, oh, you <laughs> eavesdroppers. <laughs> I love that. That was awesome. Oh my gosh. Um, so as I say, every episode, very funny show does have some moments of like womp womp. Uh, what was your heartbreak moment from either the funeral or the wedding? Yeah, I, you know, we'll do one from each. I decided. I also have one from each. Okay, perfect. So for me, the, um, okay, wait, also though, one last thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, go, go. Tell, like, when I felt about it, because I, at the time, I was like, well, this is sad, but afterwards, I was like, no, that was funny. Um, but, um, the sister just like 
crying herself to sleep in that bathtub like <laughs> with her full outfit still on and like somehow like every time they cut back to her in that bathroom her mascara looked worse like uh-huh. <laughs> like it was accurate and they were like you cannot touch your face like sorry like not one tear shall be wiped we're just gonna let it all fully melt it was like amazing. well I also loved when she was like they rinsed out the entire four seasons there's no refund so I'm gonna stay here and eat yeah. I was like you go girl um, yeah another thing that's not funny, but did make me laugh because it felt very reminiscent of um, Death at a Funeral, which is one of my favorite comedies. Mm-hmm. I love every version of it. When the, when they dumped the casket and everybody yep, started yep, screaming yep, yep. and then there was just rocks. That rocks. really made me laugh. And the sister pat faints and, um, and they're like, like shielding oh, well, the baby. <laughs> right. And they're also like, well, thank God Toomey has nothing to do with this. Yeah. It's like, well, Toomey called me. Well, she did also call me. <laughs> so um yeah and then her and being then, an, anytime they're on speakerphone just shit talking the rest of the family <laughs> oh my god yeah she was like I don't know if this family's really worth it <laughs> <laughs> like uh, like in earshot of that whole family um wait no I just thought of something else did it have to do with the casket I can't remember I don't know whatever the show is so funny the show is uh, so funny but okay, sad moment. So for the wedding, I did the whole like dad. Same. Scene. That was a lot. Like Timmy's breakdown. Yeah. Well, I did not see it coming. The like, well, I saw him being like, no, mm-hmm. no for me, dog. Did not see him being like, you're actually not mine. I and also not even like that you're not mine, that Toomey's not mine. You know what I mean? Like I, when he started to like react, I was like, oh, it's not Beauty's dad. Like, you know what I mean? Because obviously she's the one who has memories of him because they said earlier, like he left before he could walk. And then like going into the heartbreak of the mom being like, I was 17. Mm -hmm. Like when I had you, I was a child was a child. Like, what was Mm -hmm. I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. Which is a little bit hard to believe that Toomey hadn't like, put it together and the math on that right and like thought of that but I guess whatever if you're just like angry about the way you were raised maybe you just like hang on to that mm-hmm. well it doesn't seem like her family was very like open so like there's probably never yeah. like she just believed her mom that that was her dad and then he left right right, right. yeah because she's it, not that much older than beauty I would assume yeah I don't think so they never you should really know grew. when your names are that different that you have two different dads like Toomey's full name is like so long with so many lovers and beauty's just beauty. <laughs> That's it. Uh, what was your season two heartbreak? Season two was actually the moment um, when beauty and her husband were like, when she was like, can you pay for this surgery? And he was like, I'll pay for a specialist. And I was like, oh, he doesn't believe he thinks he he knows he's a scammer too mm-hmm. but he's like trying to make her happy and so he's like you know in good faith being like sure we can send him to somebody and then her actually telling her dad and like sure enough him being like when's the cash coming and she did barely even heard that and was like oh no like we're gonna send you to a specialist and he was like what mm-hmm. and I was like the husband was 100% right. 
Because until that point, like, there wasn't really, like, concrete. Like, we all assumed as much right that, like, he was taking advantage of her. But, like, there wasn't actual, like, we hadn't seen any real evidence of that. Right. I loved the addition. When he showed up in the first episode, I was so annoyed. And I was like, I don't want to deal with Edmund this season. But I actually loved his storyline with Dino and, like, her being, like, shocking to me to find out that you need a kidney whenever in 1990 you already had one removed and like her protecting beauty from all of that Mm -hmm. I just like loved that season two arc for her I know that's kind of jumping but um when she was like yeah runner up heartbreak oh no you go yours and then if it's not the one then we can talk about it oh no mine was season one was the dad breakdown Mm -hmm. um and then season two was the con and to me breakup on the beach because Oh, yeah. he he was truly blindsided by it I think he really thought they were in the relationship together and didn't realize for an entire year she had just been doing what she thought he wanted of her yeah yeah exactly and like honestly it was so heartbreaking when he was like is it because of Lulu like the daughter yeah and like her like taking a beat was so strong and being like no like that's like I think she was like oh he doesn't get it at all like at all right I love his daughter you know what I mean like it's not right like, yeah to do with- it's like like, you think that the only problem in this relationship possibly could be that, like, I am not accepting that you have a 13-year-old daughter, but I'm, like, way past that. Like, it has yeah. nothing to do with that at all. It's yeah. like, I'm still so messy. Like, it's I don't want this. actually about you and like, me, right? Yeah, like, you want a wife, you want a family, and you want to move, and I don't want any of those things. No. For and, like, sure. for her to actually do it. Right, yeah. No, I, um, I The other, um, I guess, runner-up heartbreak scene in two, though, speaking, though, of the grandma and um or excuse me the mom and the dad they're a little action when she did like say you need to leave like during that whole scene where she confronts him about the kidney thing and she was like here's all the money I have you can leave now and never talk to us ever again or like stick around and you know like tell beauty and like be a dad basically and it was like excruciatingly long and then he was like how much money is it Mm -hmm. and you were like it's like no matter how many times a tv show gives the like money or the person choice i expect for once someone to pick the person and they never do i just thought of like two more very sad things i'm just gonna add them on to heartbreak just the fact that beauty had a miscarriage was so sad i'll talk about it later don't you worry but um just overall that was like such a in like not telling us right away like nobody said the word miscarriage until episode four like until the finale. Um, and then the second part was the letter that the yeah, girl I wrote. couldn't tell if he'd been born and uh-huh. something happened. That's Me kind either. of how they were like addressing it at the beginning, I feel like, in their the way that they were talking around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Sobu said, like, we had a miscarriage. Like, this isn't something yeah. we can just like whatever. And then um to me reading the letter, like the everything about the actual funeral I thought was very sad and I loved that yeah. they read that the eulogy was by um I can't think of how what's the grandmother's name again go go me go go that the grandmother was like Gogo's words being like you can't yeah. like the yeah. enemy of all of this is regret and all of this stuff like being so I don't know I really liked it I'm and then really when it, glad they read the letter the whole time I'm so curious I, know, I was like what the fuck's in the letter I know. um and that I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed the season two. I didn't think I could like it better, especially when it's like the funeral. And I liked that character. She was so funny. No, I liked the second season more. But, um, okay. So turning point, I feel like we both kind of said when we were sold on the show, but 
that whole like drive up scene like everything about it and even like the crazy people showing up Uh Shadrach yeah like and they're like you're supposed to be in jail (laughs) oh 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 that's um that's Saya Saya made me laugh so hard in season two when he showed up to collect his mother's spirit where she died and they're like she had a heart attack in a car and he's like running around like a stick I don't know it was, but, it was like the little black sheep quirky man of the family. Mm-hmm. Well, both uncles were. Yeah, actually. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, So what were some of your best or worst B plots of the series? I mean, yeah, it was super short, so they didn't have a ton. But um, I, I, okay, I guess for ones I liked I did like in season one the like slow reveal of of Toomey's relationship um it was kind of nice to know like a little bit like in Fleabag where it's like okay there's like proof that somebody has dated you right like you're not Mm -hmm. so off the rails that you're undateable you know it's like there is some like you're grounded some way like this there was something here with you guys for real so I really learned enjoyed that um in season one I, I really enjoyed the miscarriage plot and for mm-hmm. for beauty and Cebu and two um I was totally unexpected like I was like they're the couple that just got married like who would have thought that they would have like such a sad plot in two but um I thought they did a good job with it and it was I don't know just kind of interesting to show them that I mean, not that they were just happy in one. Obviously, there was all that chaos, but it was like totally different. Like their relationship had totally changed. Well, in um, season which- one, <laughs> so much of the conflict happened around them. Like I really liked mm-hmm. Tumi sleeping with Tuba. Like I thought it was like very funny. And I wasn't actually expecting her to like have full on sex with him. Yep. Um, but the fall and like listeners, if you're just listening to this and haven't watched the show, we say slow burn. Like season one was three episodes. Like it was not like yeah. a big Perfect. reveal. But like I, I really liked that. So yeah, I agree. Like all of season one, the conflict happened. Oh my god, around. we forgot about succulent. No, I have that as a B plot. Okay. He was in a lot of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Everything succulent is a runner. <laughs> yeah, like succulent was so funny. I'm actually surprised we didn't figure out what happened to him when they went to um, the funeral. Yeah, like who watched succulent? Here, succulent the. <laughs> the sheep that never got killed never got killed I the sheep who just it. became when they came out in the shower cap it was so and he was like cute. oh my he was like his skin's too sensitive i was yeah. like oh my gosh i love the show that was so cute oh my god um but to the relationship i loved the flashbacks with Tumi and kaya and like seeing that like they yeah. were best friends and they had this one night stand the day his mom died and right. like that was a lot I did think it was smart that they like, like lightly alluded to the fact that he is sleeps around a lot too. And she was like, we both like fuck a lot of people. Why did, why should I have thought this was special? Right. Because yeah. then the 13 year old daughter reveal mm-hmm. was like, it made sense to his character mm-hmm. because if we right. just saw him in season one, he was like the perfect guy. Yeah. Just like, right? like the guy, right. He like picked her up from the airport. It was like super sweet and like fun and like kept driving her around places. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I liked that we got to see more of the flashbacks too. Yeah, that was nice. I, um, I loved the wedding walking up to the gates, like both families yes. singing and walking up. It was so cool. That was so cool. Was um, sorry, I, do you have more? I don't want to just keep 
No, that was gone. Okay, the I loved um the maid of honor speech. I loved that she started out doing it in the song. Like that whole scene was just mm-hmm. really beautiful, mm-hmm. especially since everyone's expectations were so low. That yeah. might have been whenever I connected that she was like fleabag. Mm-hmm. Like chaos follows her wherever she goes and she doesn't like run from it, but she's not a bad person. Mm-hmm. Like she just happens to be a chaos agent. Yeah. Uh, which I think that the old man, which is one of my favorite things, like with Mr. Heising, the go-go's boyfriend or whatever was like you're not a bad person you're a rare find yeah that was interesting I was like that was really sweet like yeah whatever um this was a small part or it felt like a big part in season one and then never addressed again but Bokag coming to terms and like coming out the cousin yeah like I liked that whole plot I loved I thought it was so interesting when his mom was like there was a girl at our school who was dark-skinned and we all thought she was ugly so she killed herself and like you need to be who you are like shame uh, is what kills you. Like yeah, don't feel shame like, for who you at are. At her funeral, like all anyone could ever talk about was like how beautiful she was. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. had we just said it to her? I was like, oh, that's like right. so sad. And also like Seriously, he so held the hand, you know what I mean? Like he went to the, right. he went to the wedding and held his boyfriend's hand. Yeah. It was really sweet. And I kind of liked that they didn't have to do a whole like confrontational family formal coming out thing mm-hmm. like that's it's become kind of tropey you know what I mean they just sort of like like they thought the way they did it was like really nice and um it was very sweet and the boyfriend's outfits were so amazing I honestly wish we would have had them in two just so like we could get more of his outfits yes the outfits were insane mm-hmm. um in terms of like relationships because we already talked about Dina's story I just like she had a great season too yes. Dino did this being Soft softer up. around her kids and like funnier Mm-hmm. And also like figuring out Edmund scammed, but like still sleeping with, like, I do like that she slept with him and then still had enough like strength to send him away. Yeah, for like, sure. They had talked about it in the first episode of being like, now that you have all your retirement money, like you want to be touched when Grace was all high. And she's like, you still want to be touched. Like you're mm-hmm. not dead or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked that. And then I thought the relationship between Vuzi and Saya, the brothers, the rich brothers was so mm-hmm. funny. I loved everything. I cannot believe that Saya robbed the parish. So they had to do an investigation. And so they couldn't have a preacher at the mother's funeral. Like, that's why. Like, I. <laughs> like, that's when the cops were coming. So he couldn't come back that day. <laughs> Unbelievable. But that's what I had um, for like my best and worst. I mean, there's so much of the plot is just like Toomey cleaning up a mess she accidentally created, but not yeah. in an annoying way, I guess, probably because it was so short. Yeah, no, I think the shortness was was important because when season two got rolling and I was like, and she was, it was, I did appreciate that she was way more aware into, like she would do her like little inner monologue of like, I should not do this. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. not going to do this. Like when she was like arguing with Gogo, she was like, I'm not doing this. Like, no, like ask your own family. Like she said no a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. And like Gogo really had to convince her, and that kind of thing happened a lot. Like she kept trying to say no to the gangster ex boyfriend, mm-hmm. and he kept like talking her out of it. Even like when she woke up hungover, and he was like just sending her fucking addresses to a crematorium, right? Like she, even <laughs> then she was like, until that point, she was like, no, like I'm not helping you with this anymore. Like so, yeah. This was just a scene, I guess, but I laughed so hard at Toomey and Kaya being in the strip club and her stripping and the guy coming up to him and being like, get her out of here. She's turning off my customers. (laughs) She can't be here anymore. And everybody just like watching her in like horror. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like her like doing like the like noodle body like <laughs> fighting fighting <laughs> the, the leaving um yeah. like it's not a bakery like her thinking that he was gonna work at a bakery <laughs> which makes me wonder if that word means something like in yeah. it means has to mean something cakes but right it was almost funnier the blind yeah. unknowing you know, of, the, yeah. Yeah. of what the the strip club was called because the fact that she kept being like and it's not a bakery <laughs> Like Ruby, like, he was like, "Well, there are cakes here." I was like, what? God, right? Well, but, all right. Do you want to take a quick break, and then we'll come back for highlight stats in our single best scene? surprise it's us again this is just a quick reminder for you guys to make sure you are subscribed to the pod on itunes or on spotify or wherever you get your podcasts it really helps us um, with our audience and it really helps you make sure you don't miss an episode as these do drop on tuesdays weekly Second thing is actual exciting news. We are doing a little giveaway of sorts. If you go and give us a review on iTunes, then screenshot the review and email it to us at singlebestscene at gmail.com, we will send you a very special Single Best Scene sticker. So get those reviews in and we will get you a sticker and that's it thanks like okay amara or whatever the silas's yeah yeah like this isn't an episode about the vampire diaries it could be i do have it's been years since i watched it so i i shouldn't even be speaking to it yeah but um yeah so that's my my recommendation for everybody amazing all right. Well, we will see y'all in a few weeks. We may or may not do it. We may or may not be back in a few weeks. Um, but thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> if this is our last episode, thanks for sticking around for season three in 2021. If not, we'll see you next week with, or in two weeks with whatever we have cooked up for y'all. Wrap up. Yeah. Wrap up. We'll of the wrap year. up this year. We won't. We'll see how yeah. it goes. <laughs> All right, everybody. Bye. Bye.